Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Fit Fig podcast. I'm Steph Figarelli, your host, co-owner of Figarelli's Fitness LLC in Anchorage, Alaska. This is episode nine. And today we're going to talk about my favorite kind of clients to work with. I had a question from a client this week that really got me thinking. And uh, her question was, do you have a type, a favorite kind of client you like to work with, whether it's, you know, an athlete or, you know, maybe a a middle-aged woman who needs to lose 40 pounds, something like that. You know, do I have a type? Hell yes, I have a type. And uh, I work with two other coaches, my wife, Leela, and my mom, Charlene. So they're going to have different opinions. And hopefully one day I'll get them on the podcast to kind of share their insight around this and, you know, maybe just share a couple of things about who they like to work with. So who I like to work with, gender is irrelevant, body type is irrelevant. To me, it boils down to, I want to say a few things, but I actually have a list. So ideally, I want to work with people who want to change. So These people show up on time, they do the work, they listen, they're coachable, and they have a positive attitude. So for me, attitude is everything. Now, that doesn't mean you can't complain and tell me you hate an exercise or tell me you hate me. I don't care about any of that stuff. You can be yourself. If something sucks and you want to roll out a list of profanity at me, (laughs) I don't care. It doesn't bug me at all. Um, What I care about are just really the basics. So, um, I, of course, loyalty is huge. Honesty and loyalty go hand in hand and loyal clients are by far some of the, I mean, the lessons I've learned from loyalty are endless. So I think a big pet peeve is being late, canceling and being late. And when I say canceling, I mean like chronic canceling for no reason or just little things are popping up and suddenly your workout gets pushed aside for the thing that popped up. Um, those are things that are pet peeves. So I, I wouldn't want, want to work with a client who's chronically late or canceling constantly. That's not somebody I would want to work with. Um, somebody who came in just had a really bad attitude to the point where it just wasn't funny. And you know the difference. I mean, if you're a coach listening to this and you've worked with kids or, you know, personal training clients or anything like that, you know the difference between somebody who's just joking around and kind of just trying to make light of their discomfort. And maybe they're complaining a little bit, but they have a good attitude overall. You know, they want to learn. They're eager. They ask questions. So um, consistency is another valued trait in a favorite type of client. Consistently showing up, and I'm not just talking about over the course of a week, but over the course of months and even years. So that obviously goes along with loyalty. Um, they communicate openly with us. So if there's a problem, they, t- they tell us. Uh, if they have a question, if they've been injured, uh, they communicate, they text, email, call. They're willing to incorporate appropriate self-care activities into their week. This is a big one because over the course of my training career, coaching clients, 
I think one of the hardest things has been getting people to take better care of themselves because you can come into the gym five times a week, three times a week, and you can hurt yourself, but you can also just be in chronic pain because you're sore. And then you go home for all the other days and hours of the week and you're not doing anything. You're not doing any kind of mobility work or getting massage or sitting in the sauna or getting outdoors to get vitamin D in the summer, spring, fall, winter. You know, you're not, you're not getting enough sleep. So self-care has to be a big part of this. If you're wanting to get results, whether it's fat loss or building muscle, taking good care of yourself is vital to your success. So you have to be willing to factor in plenty of self-care. Um, this preferred type of client also has to be willing to set goals and work to achieve them. I don't love working with people who don't have specific goals. It's really hard as a coach to know what somebody wants from their training and also to help keep them inspired and energized because it's like, I'm constantly asking, hey, how are you? How are you feeling today? What are we working on? You know, there's a constant dialogue with a client. So if I don't know why a client wants to be training, what gets them there? What's their fuel? What's their why? I can't really do my job as a coach and it, it, it creates this awkward relationship, which I actually haven't had in many years. Once I learned how to communicate better with my clients and ask questions and have them even write down their goals and share them with me. But most importantly, why those goals are so important to them, it has enriched the coaching relationship significantly. So clients have to have goals, just coming to work out to um, de-stress or get an endorphin rush or for whatever, any other reason. I mean, and those are all fantastic reasons to exercise, by the way. I'm not saying don't come to the gym if uh, you want an endorphin rush. I'm saying I want to know more about you and why. I want to get to know you. So have some goals. Um, With, you know, over the course of the last almost three years, our company has significantly downsized to about half of our clientele that we used to have um, prior to 2017. And this was on purpose because we really wanted to work with people who wanted to have goals, more of our, our, deal, our ideal client. So less of this big gym, big chaos, don't really know anybody. Uh, people are just sort of you know, nameless faces we can't keep track of. We wanted to know every single client. Uh, we also downsized for other reasons, but that was really the, the most important was just to help people actually make transformations and achieve their goals. So um, one of the biggest, most important parts of Figarelli's Fitness is our culture. And while our uh, class sizes have decreased in size, obviously making them, you know, this camaraderie and things that you would normally get in a group setting um, has been shrunk way down. Um, the culture of our group is still very, very important to me. So working with clients who are interested in meeting regularly for group events. So if we go to dinner with the group, join us. Hikes, parties, seminars. You know, say we have a mobility seminar or a nutrition seminar. We want everybody to show up for that. Obviously things happen, people are traveling or they can't make it for whatever reason. We want people to be joiners. We want people to participate because we want to see you. You know, we love work, working with our clients, but we love spending time with them too, just even outside of the session. So 
people who, um, you know, if you're an introvert, that's cool. You know, we're not going to make you like stand up on stage and tell jokes or, you know, do anything weird. We just want to get to know people. So a big part of that is um, being willing to participate in group events. We really want to work with people who want to enjoy, appreciate, network with their fellow uh, Figarelli's Fitness people. So we obviously when you work with a coach, you have a gym membership, you're investing financially in yourself. And, you know, that obviously. So hiring a personal trainer is never cheap. In fact, I would consider it a luxury. It's absolutely one of the most important luxuries you should be spending your money on, but it's a luxury. And, you know, we're never going to be the cheapest coaching business in town or ever anywhere. We also do online coaching. Um, But I want people to get a lot of value out of what they do with us. And we're always looking for ways to infuse that value, whether it's connecting with everybody on our Facebook group page or just continuing our own education, reading books, leaving state to go to seminars, getting more certifications, things like this that we can bring back to our clients and help them become the best at whatever it is they want to do. So that's kind of where we're at with that. You know, you're investing in yourself and we're investing in ourselves so we can invest in you and want, you know, having you recognize that, oh, this training, it's so expensive versus, wow, I'm getting so much value out of training with you, out of coaching with you. We want you to recognize that. So somebody, you know, who is not constantly complaining about price or, you know, getting caught up in the numbers and things, just, you know, manage your finances, fit in the things that you want. I mean, make your life, prioritize the things that really matter to you. And health for me is one of my, is my most important value because without it, if my health is compromised, I mean, there's nothing that I can, I can't enjoy my life. Who cares if I'm a millionaire, if I'm sick and I'm in bed all day. So, you know, we want to make sure people are getting their value, uh, good value out of what we do. It's important. Um, we do share our, our values with clients in an effort to actually help them clarify their own values, but to have them understand what's meaningful to us in our company and hopefully keep them aligned with that. And if, you know, something changes along the way and maybe they're not really feeling in alignment with those values anymore, that's when communication comes in and honesty comes in and just saying, hey, you know, this isn't for me anymore. I'm going to move on versus just sneaking away and <laughs> sort of disappearing, you know, so that just keeping up with the understanding what our mission is, what understanding our values, making sure that the client is honoring those things and also, you know, clients are sharing those things with us. We want to know what's important to you. Um, contribution is a big part of what we do as well. We love to get back to our community. Uh, we're on a much smaller scale now. We used to do what's called, we called boot camp for our cause, where we would have people invite their friends and family every Saturday to a group workout. And every month what we would do so that a friend or family member would then donate $15, $20 or, or more in some cases we would choose an organization or a school or somebody and we would collect those funds at the end of the month and we would then donate them to whatever cause we had chosen. So this was a fantastic way to just participate in taking care of our community. And it, it was awesome. Every summer we do the Lost Lake race, which raises money for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, something that's very important to us. Um, unfortunately, in 2018, or sorry, 2019, 
the race was canceled due to wildfire smoke and 2020 we just got news that the race will be canceled which is a bummer um, we always try to raise at least ten thousand dollars that's always my minimum goal for that race um, but we've had big month or big years where we've raised uh, over twenty three thousand dollars over the course of a few months uh, for this cause so I think all in all we've raised about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the last six or seven years since we've been participating in that part of it. So, you know, we want people who are interested in that kind of thing, giving back to their community. Um, they're not afraid to fundraise. They're not afraid to put it out there to their friends and family, what causes are important to them and, you know, what they're passionate about helping with. And uh, then, of course, if they want to be on our team, we'd love that. We can uh, always have up to 24 people on our Lost League team. And this is a race that takes place in Seward, Alaska every August and uh, it's, you're running through the mountains. It's a hard race. So <laughs> it's good times. So somebody, you know, clients who are interested in giving back. Um, we want to, you know, those people around us. Good like-minded people. So let me switch gears for you. This isn't going to be a long episode. Just kind of wanted to share a few thoughts around this because I thought it was such a great question. And I, I found myself thinking about it more and uh, I was like, yeah, I should just record an episode so I can share some things. Um, but yeah, clients who we don't want to work with, people I just don't want to spend my time with. I value my time more than I do anything else. So if I have to spend hours a week with a client who doesn't make me feel very good or just kind of ruins my day or I dread seeing, um, I, you know, I don't want to spend my time like that. So clients I don't want to spend any time with and don't want to work with, moody any kind of thing where you come in with a different mood every time and I don't know who you're going to be. That bums me out. I don't want to deal with it. Shitty attitude, like I said. Complaining, joking, fine. A little bit of that's to be expected. Um, like I mentioned before, people who don't communicate, people who come in late or cancel frequently, uh, clients who don't interact with one another and who aren't interested in attending our gatherings. I, I just feel like that's probably a good sign that they're not a great fit. Now, if everything else is awesome, I'm not going to lose sleep over this particular thing, but I will check in and, and, you know, ask questions like, Hey, how come we didn't see you at the seminar? You know, cause a lot of times we want, we want to help bond the group. That's part of it too, is it's, you're going to get more out of it when you have a strong network of like-minded people. So that's why we do it. Uh, but also we want to put these seminars on to help educate people and get, you know, 15 people together in a room where we can answer all your questions. So you don't have to go through every day, just a week, month, whatever, you know, trying to figure out, well, you know, I have this goal, but I don't know. So we like to, uh, you know, we like to get together. So um, people who are, who lack any kind of enthusiasm or passion for life, kind of just like, meh, don't really care, don't really have any particular interest or drive. Um, we want to work with people who are excited and who want to pursue new things and new challenges and uh, are, are working on their own self-development. So I think this one correlates well with attitude or, or mood. I mean, people who tend to be in bad moods often or just don't, don't have a great attitude, generally lack enthusiasm and passion for life. So, I mean, those two are kind of connected there. Um, when people don't do what they say they're going to do 
I don't, I just can't be around it. If I catch anybody in a lie, it's really tough for me to come back from that and ever trust you again. Uh, so, you know, when I catch a client lying to me, which is very rare, by the way, I'm, I'm a very honest person and I'm very outspoken and I tend to attract that, but I've caught a few people who surprised me in some lies over the years. And it's always, it's always kind of like, oh man, but yeah, if I mean, if you're just going to tell lies to people, especially people you've hired to coach you, guide you, um, who clearly want to help you, I have no interest in working with people like that. So if you're a dishonest person in general, just stay the hell away from me. But if you're trying to work with me, definitely stay away from me. Um, anybody who messes with payment. This is something I don't think a lot of people talk about. But if we have an auto pay that doesn't go off and I have a hard time tracking a person. So, for example, their credit card didn't get charged for whatever reason. And we don't have this problem really anymore. It's very, very infrequent. Um, I would say we don't even have it at all uh barring one recent very bizarre episode uh we we have um not had this problem since we had a big gym with a lot of clientele where everybody was on auto pay for the most part um, and people just kind of like avoid me i'd be like hey your auto pay didn't go through and i just it would take it was just such a drain to track those people down and get them to update their credit card information and and I don't think people have really any ill intent with that. Just things happen, they get busy and they don't realize, hey, the, the card's expired or whatever. But make the payment process for your coach as effortlessly, as, as effortless as you can. So, you know, because that's something like a lot of coaches don't love messing with is the money. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Coaches love making money, but make the payment process as easy as you can. And hopefully the coach will make it as easy for you as the client as uh, possible. But anything like that, where just one more thing is like the wrench is thrown in my plan uh, or my, you know, messes with my flow. It's just irritating. So those are just some ideas, some ramblings about uh, my, my type, my type. Again, I your goals, as long as you're excited about them, can be anything. You want to run a race, you want to lose some weight, you want to do some pull-ups, do some push-ups. As long as you are coachable, I, with open arms, will welcome any client of any kind from any walk of life. Uh, I love people. I love learning new things and asking questions. I love being challenged. And I think that's one of the coolest things about being a coach, a personal trainer, is the diversity and clientele that you're going to get. And I've been training, I've been a coach full-time since 2007. I got certified in 2004. So for 16 years, I've been in the fitness industry in a position where I am coaching people. But I went full-on, full-time in 2007, where um, I'm running, you know, Figurelli's Fitness full-time. And since full-time... Uh, this is my life. Every single day, I've devoted my life to helping people answering their questions and changing their lives and guiding them and inspiring them and helping them to see what they actually have buried deep inside themselves. So I've been doing this a long time. I love it. I love people. I love all the things, but there are just a, f just a few things I absolutely can't stand. And again, very basic things. Show up, do the work, Listen, you get the results, 
and we have a happy partnership. So I'm going to leave you with that. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for your feedback. I've been getting emails from people and comments and Instagram messages. I just love it. I love getting all of the ideas and, and, um, your thoughts around some of these episodes. So if you have any feedback for us, please let me know if you have any topic you'd like for me to cover. I would be more than happy to do it. We are on Spotify. We're about to get on to Apple uh, iTunes here in the next day or so, hopefully. But again, share with me anything you are thinking about. I would love to cover the topic, rant about it, whatever. I hope you're all doing well. I will talk to you in the next one.